0: Thank you for joining us for this special episode of Talking Talent. I'm Nicole Fuqua, and you're listening to our audio series where we dig into issues related to talent acquisition. Today's podcast is in recognition of International Women's Day, March 8th. We decided to do something a little different with this episode. And we all know the past year has been tough and it's been especially tough for women in the workforce. Job losses have disproportionately impacted women and women typically handle the lion's share of the work at home, something that gets multiplied once you add lockdowns and homeschooling into the mix. But we also know that female leaders across the globe have a wealth of knowledge, lessons they learn through their careers, lessons they're learning now, and advice for other women in the workforce as they grow in their careers and how we can all navigate the pandemic and the recovery. So we reached out to our diverse group of female leaders at People Scout from all around the world and all levels of the company, from executive leaders to team leaders and managers to learn what it means to be a woman in leadership in 2021, how they got there, and how they create work environments where even more women can succeed. You'll hear a lot of voices in this episode and a variety of perspectives, but the one thing that ties them all together is leadership. So what does that mean? Here's True Blue Chief People Officer Andrea Broger, talking to us from her home in Las Vegas, Nevada.
1: Leadership means so many things, and I could talk about it for hours. You know, just scratching the surface, it means flexibility, it means courage, and it means timing, among other things. A courageous leader knows when to step ahead and lead when no one else wants to. But they also know when to take a step back and encourage others to step forward and to take over the lead. A resilient leader knows their own and their team's strengths and weaknesses and knows when and where to tap into those as a project or situation changes. They know how to get back up and keep driving forward, even when things don't go as planned. And as for timing, a strong leader knows when to push someone that little bit harder and when to give them a break. They know how to get something out of a person that even they didn't know was possible. They know when to talk and when to listen, and more importantly, how to prop someone else up so that they can do the talking.
2: I'm Laura Pope. I'm Managing Partner at People Scout and TMP in the UK. It's about how you inspire people to turn up each day and do the best that they can do. Um, It's about helping them to live their best lives. Work is a large part of someone's life, and I believe that they should get the most out of that. Um, be proud of what they're doing, and a sense of achievement, and and ideally uh, enjoyment too. Um, one of the main things I try to do is to to always be fair and honest, so that people know where they stand. It's it's not always necessarily what they want to hear, but it should give them clarity so that they can improve and deliver on expectations. Providing clarity is is crucial crucial for setting people up for success. I think I think there's quite a lot of emotional intelligence that is required as a leader and taking the time to understand people and their motivations plus also the challenges that they might be facing. I think things have moved on from the old perspective of leaving your personal life at the office door. I think in order to understand a person there is a certain amount of understanding them as a whole person not just their work self. I think being supportive where possible shows that that you care as a person and as an organization. And showing that you appreciate them and value their their contribution is is so important and and I believe so motivating.
3: My name is Cindy Kataya. I serve as the business operations leader for the People Scout and People Ready brands uh, based out of Chicago. Leadership to me means a few different things. It's about inspiring others to work together toward a common goal. It encourages and enables people to do their best work. Leadership is understanding your own strengths in areas of opportunity as well as those of the team and leveraging individual strengths to solve for any situation. It's recognizing that a team is more than the sum of its parts and people work best when they work together. Any good leader is
0: a lifelong learner, taking in experiences, learning from mistakes and listening to mentors. So what lessons shape our leaders? Here's Allison Brigden, People Scouts go to market strategy leader in Chicago, Illinois.
4: One of the lessons that has helped me in my career, I learned at a very young age. I was one of six uh, children and would remember sometimes when I might mention to my parents something about my sister or my brother, and they would say, You know, you should focus on yourself in terms of what you need to do and what your goals and objectives are and not worry about what everyone else is doing. And that has served me well in my career in focusing on what meaningful way can I personally contribute to our mission and to our objectives. And everyone has a unique offering that they can bring that can contribute to the mission and the objectives that we have as an organization. And so finding that way that you can focus on your own contribution helps bring that full picture together and leads to our success.
5: I am Nutan Panda. I am a senior director in People Scout. I live and work in Gurgaon, India. There is no secret uh, to um, you know, to success. It is sheer hard work and investment of the most uh, valuable resource uh, that you have: your time. And I believe that uh, you know moving out of your uh, comfort zone and uh, overcoming fear uh, by first acknowledging it, um, you know, helps you uh, stand strong uh, and move forward uh, in your career.
6: I'm Sarah Lundgren, Director of MSP APAC at PeopleScout, and I live and work in Newcastle, Australia. And after 15 years, I've learned many lessons, but the most important to me is that opportunities don't just happen. You need to create them. I found that networking and building relationships before I needed them were so invaluable to my future opportunities. I made sure that those around me always knew what my career goals were and they always knew what my aspirations were as well because no one was gonna push me and no one was gonna advance my career harder than myself. When I identified a problem, I was able to also come with a solution. What I found is that this approach always showed my managers and leaders throughout my career that I wasn't having a go at them, but I wanted to make a positive change or a positive impact to those that the problem was impacting. I also found that I wasn't afraid to say I didn't know something. That landed so well with an end customer, my manager leader, a peer, whoever I was speaking with. What I was able to do was then validate a time that would work for me to return an answer. This also tied back into my opportunity to leverage my network and relationships that I previously built and tap into their knowledge to help me solve what I was looking for.
7: My name is Shannon Bennett. I am a digital marketing manager based in Chicago. One of the biggest lessons I've learned that has contributed to my success is a mindset of learning through obstacles. The hallmark of my career has been figuring out how to accomplish big goals with a very small team. It's challenging and it really has resulted in so much confidence in my ability to grow. If I don't know something, I learn it. If I don't have someone to teach me, I find the right resources to teach myself. Marketing, especially digital marketing, is constantly evolving, and the classes I took in grad school, while, I mean, they were foundational, are undoubtedly obsolete now. I never stop learning and trying to improve as a marketer and as someone who has a passion for creative branding. I'm Kate Dennis,
3: the creative director for True Blue, People Ready, and People Scout. I managed my team remotely from Holland, Michigan, and I spend a lot of time in our Chicago office. I joined PeopleScout as a graphic designer six years ago. I moved from that position to senior graphic designer to marketing manager, and then ultimately creative director supporting multiple brands. There are two lessons that I wanna share that have contributed to my success and I feel contribute to success in any role. First, I learned not to shy away from the work. Don't be afraid to lean into responsibility and take on tasks or projects that might challenge you, even if they may not fall into your official job description. We as humans learn and grow through problem solving. We're able to enrich our skill sets and at the end of the day, to feel accomplished when we overcome obstacles. By raising your hand often, your colleagues and leaders will learn that they can count on you. And when you follow through on your promises to them, they learn that they can trust you. The second lesson I learned is to remember that every day I am working and collaborating with people. These people are not robots, and they prefer to be approached as the fellow humans that they are, whether they are male, female, older, younger, whether their job title and pay grade is above mine or below, and whether they're on my team or from an outside team. Bottom line, communication matters. Now, for many, the past year has brought
8: new challenges and new lessons. I'm Caroline Sabetti. I lead global marketing and communications for PeopleScout, and I'm also fortunate to support our PeopleReady and TrueBlue brands. I'm based in Western Massachusetts, where I live with my husband, my two daughters, and two now going on three dogs. One lesson that I've learned and that I've certainly had to leverage very frequently over the past year is to maintain a long-term perspective. I have found during challenging times, and of course these have been uniquely challenging times, uh, that it is really easy to get caught up in the stress of the moment and to feel overwhelmed. As a woman in leadership and a mom, uh, that has been particularly true. Um, So for me, in, in more normal times, but in particular of late, it has been very helpful to discipline myself, to really elevate my view and try to see the big picture, and also to stay focused on the brighter future uh, that's most definitely on the horizon. It's it's in the distance, no doubt, but it's there. And when I'm able to see that, uh, it helps to put the challenge of the moment into perspective. Just considering that that broader context, and, and you know, just on that point, you know, as a woman in leadership and as a mother. Uh, This has also been a time uh, over this past year when it's been extremely important uh, to keep that broader perspective on the challenges that we are facing, uh, both personally and professionally, and to be easier on ourselves than we might normally be. Uh, So that's been very important to me to look at that context as I'm assessing myself in my professional uh, performance, but also as a person and as a mother. And I think that looking at the bigger perspective, first off, can help you really appreciate what you've been able to achieve and the good you've been able to do despite obstacles. Um, But it's also really, really important in allowing yourself to be more forgiving uh, for the the things that you might might not um, have been able to do as well as you wanted or may not have worked out as well as you would have hoped. And I think that's especially true at this time as a parent, um, as we all uh, work on a day-to-day basis to make this experience um, as, as good as we can for our kids, uh, despite the challenges.
0: And we can all learn from each other's experiences. Here's the advice our leaders have for the next generation of female leaders.
1: I'm Shashi Gulati, senior manager's payment functions team. I'm based out of India. And working in Gurgaon office. So one piece of advice which I really want to share for all working women is that believe in yourself and be honest in what all you do. Your honesty will always pay you high dividends in your life and career for that matter. It may take time but it will certainly take you to the heights. Also I would say it's very important for one to have faith in your ability. I'm Rishibha Chadha
9: and I work as Director of Finance with True Blue. I live and work in Gurgaon, India. Always behave with integrity and kindness. Uh, don't let your success take over your mind uh, because you could be the most qualified person but if people don't trust you and you're not likable, it will be hard for you to achieve your career goals and it will be of no use when uh, no one likes you. Uh, it will not help you in your career as well. So always be someone
8: people want to work with. Hi, I'm Yeneli Papadilya, Scrum Master Agile Project Manager of People Scout Product Development Team here in Sydney, Australia. I think one of the best advice that I also received is to be vocal and speak up. Constantly communicate which opportunities and projects you would like to be involved with. Remember, your leaders are not mind readers, so you need to be very vocal about your career goals and the support you need from them, so they can help and guide you.
10: This is Neha Sharma, Director HR at True Blue India. Utilize your strength. Each one of us have some strength or the other. Some are good in numbers, some are good in presenting, some are good in talking, some are good in planning. I think we should know first what is our strength and capitalize it wherever we go. Make best use of it to grow in your career. My name is Sarah Katz Candelaria. I'm the Director of Marketing Communications at PeopleScout and I am based in Chicago. find either... Um, you know, a mentor or a support structure, whether that's within your family or your home, or, um, you know, with a mentor or with peers, um, or even just friends that you have in similar situations. But really having that network where you can reach out, um, ask questions, get feedback and advice, and just talk through some of the issues um, that you might face Being a leader or just being a woman in the workforce on a daily basis, I think having that support uh, where you can really, um, you know, communicate, talk about ideas, solutions, and get that reinforcement can just help you be more confident in your day to day job and as a leader.
0: And Sarah's right, no one person can do this alone, whether it's family, a manager, a mentor, or a friend. We all have at least one person who's contributed to our success. For Vanjie Sasan, who leads a Phoenix Client Success, that person provides her inspiration.
8: My grandmother, my father's mother, found herself widowed for the second time at age 55. In a generation and culture where a woman's job was to take care of the home, my grandmother took over her family's land and managed hundreds of workers and tenants in her coconut plantation. She delegated the day-to-day operation to key leaders she trusted while she migrated her entire family to the United States. She taught me that when there is a job to do, you take the reins and you get it done. She taught me to seize opportunities, to think for myself and to never forget the history of where you came from and to always learn from it.
11: My name's is Aisling Hollowood, I'm the Delivery Director, I'm part of the EMEA Management Group and I am based in the UK. There are so many people along the way that drop these little pearls of wisdom that you scoop up that it's uh, standing on the shoulders of giants really at the end but Primarily I think everyone needs a cheerleader or three and you need people who'll tell it to you straight and you also need people that you can sign board off. And I think the example that springs to mind initially is I was approached about taking on the maternity cover of my manager and at the time I felt a little uh, anxious and hesitant about stepping into that role and what that would mean. And a client partner in the organisation who'd been there for I think 20 years, Kirsty, gave me a call and and told it to me straight while being a cheerleader. And it was pretty much like, if you don't go for this, you'll end up training your manager and knowing that you could have done it better. What do you want to do? And sometimes you just need those people to give you a nudge in the right direction and
12: and really laid out for your black and white. My name is Kasia Fuchs, and I'm a client delivery manager in Poland Center. During my career with People Scout, I've had a pleasure to meet many inspiring women whose passion, work, and impact have encouraged me to follow my career path and become empowered in my everyday work. I've had a chance to work closely with them as a part of the team. These are the women working on different seniority levels, having different experience, different scope of duties and coming from different cultures and backgrounds. All of them have set a good example for me of dedication and hard work. I praise those of them who have been committed to strive for their professional and personal development and were able to reconcile their careers with family life. I would like to acknowledge and say thank you to Alison Brigden, who was overseeing our Poland Center for a couple of years. Alison was always staying close to and guided us throughout the challenging times. Despite many responsibilities, she was amazingly leading our teams. Having a chance to work with Alison for some time, I've learned how strong and dependable woman leader can be. My current team is also a great inspiration to me. On my team, there are five client delivery managers leading by Magda Vujtovic, our center director. We are all women supporting one another. The trust and the support within our team is extremely important and make me strong and confident. I believe as one team, we can make a difference and have a positive impact and contribute to the overall company success.
0: And we all have a role in making the workplace a better and more equitable place for women and people of all backgrounds.
13: So how do we do that? This is Rabbi Hal, Vice President of Client Delivery for People Scout. And I currently work and live in Cincinnati, Ohio. It it's allowing people to be themselves at work and it's taking time. I, I think you know, we underestimate the empathy and the personal aspect that women bring to work. Um, I think a lot of times it's it's looking to be a leader that listens um, and understands what's going on from a work-life balance perspective. So, you know, and I do this across my entire team. I yes i want to hear about your successes at work but i want to get to know you and what drives you what makes you come to work every day Um, what are you excited to sign off on the weekend to do or in the evenings you know, is there something that you volunteer and you're excited to talk about? Um, are you a couch potato in the evenings and like to watch and binge watch shows on Netflix? Like, you know, it's understanding and and listening. Um, so it's really challenging ourselves to do that within the workforce. Um, I would also say empower. Um, so when we think about, you know, that speaking up or being too critical It's fostering an environment and empowering women within the organization to feel comfortable, to be authentic, to speak up. Um, And it's just giving a safe space to be able to come to work and do that.
14: I'm Vanessa Hawes, Senior Strategist in our employer brand and comms team in London. I think from my perspective, this is about kind of looking for those moments where you've made assumptions or conclusions about someone based on gender or anything else really i read this really interesting article recently that i saw on linkedin which is how humor in presentations can have really beneficial uh, sort of results for men so that they seem really capable and uh, sort of high status they know what they're talking about and they're well liked but when a woman uses humour in a presentation or in a workplace meeting, they're more likely to be seen as sort of low status or less experienced or kind of not quite knowing what they talk about. I think this is really, really interesting because it's the same behaviour, but it's being seen as manifesting itself in a completely different way based on whether it's a a man or a woman in the workplace. And I think it's things like this, and I'm sure there'll be loads of other examples. And I think leaders can be aware of these things and also sort of challenge those assumptions so you know to use this example if you're in a presentation when a woman's presenting and they're making a lot of jokes and you think you know don't don't quite buy into this don't think this is particularly professional you know challenge yourself and think would I feel this same way if it was a man doing these things and actually think about well what's the content of what I'm listening to um And I think that that's something that can support everyone in the workplace uh, rather than kind of falling back onto those kind of biases.
9: This is Anna Turner, VP of Product here at PeopleScout. So one of the things is being thoughtful about the events that you have and when they're occurring. There are lots of, of events that you might lead or encourage for relationship building or team building. So think about a happy hour, for example. One of the challenges is that women who have young kids, evenings can be really tough. Um, It may be the time of day that they're, for example, picking up kids from daycare or for school in a post-COVID world. Um, It may be the only time of day they get to see their kids. And women we know carry a majority of the child care activities at home. And that's why COVID has had such a disproportional impact on working mothers. And we've seen so many working mothers exiting the workforce. If you're a leader and you're thinking about setting up events events to help build relationships, consider what might be possible during the workday to generate those same type of events. Maybe it's an offsite. Maybe it's a really long lunch. There's a variety of things that you can do. But that's a great, easy, tactical thing that can start when we head back to the office. For leaders, one other thing to consider that's been shared with me in the past is to think about the airtime. Who is getting to talk? Who is getting the projects or the assignments? Start paying attention to that. Um, and one of the really easy tactical things that you can do is a meeting map um, where you have your attendees. Maybe it's uh, your direct reports and your team meetings or other stakeholder type meetings ensure that everybody is having a chance to speak and everybody's getting a voice and if there's certain people who maybe you're women who aren't talking as much make sure you call on them the more we level the playing field and give everyone a voice the better it is going to be for diverse perspectives to emerge and we're going to be able to generate the best possible solutions for our company and our customers
0: and that's how we'll wrap up this international women's day episode Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions that we didn't answer today, you can send them our way. Just email us at marketing at or you can find us on social media. Just search People Scout on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram. To make sure you don't miss an episode, visit our website or subscribe to our feed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Talking Talent is a People Scout production. Music by sound design through Shutterstock.